So I googled hanger when I started working on notes for this episode, and I realized that what comes up is clothes hangers, which is not what we're talking about today. If you aren't familiar with the term hanger or hangry, it's just a combination of hungry and angry, and I bet you've experienced this with your toddler at some point. If not, it's coming for you, so you get the bonus of being prepared. But you've probably even felt it yourself, like when you're so hungry that you start snapping at everyone and you just need to get something in your body. Ugh, I hate that feeling. So I'm going to talk about the quickest way to bring your little one out of that hangry state and how to prevent it from happening in the first place. This is Feeding Toddlers Made Easy, the Mama Knows Nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Casey Barnes, registered dietitian nutritionist, master of clinical nutrition. That always sounds so weird to me, like a master's degree, like I am the master. (laughs) I just can't get over it, but that's what I have. Anyway, I'm a mom of a new first grader and a three-year-old. Actually, she's probably going to be four by the time you hear this, which is so crazy to me. Feeding Toddlers Made Easy solves your nutrition and food questions that you send in to me. Go to mamanosnutrition.com forward slash podcast to submit your question. And that's where you'll find the show notes from all of the episodes too. This is episode 20 if you want to go look that up. And please take a second to hit subscribe so that I'm always here for you when you need me. Let's hear from Leslie. Hi, Casey. This is Leslie. I wanted to ask you for advice about my child who gets hangry. She's three and a half, and she isn't exactly picky, but we've gotten into a bad habit of grazing, and her preference is pure fruit. So I have a hard time getting fats into her in order to get her to be full. Unfortunately, this has resulted in a lot of hanger-induced tantrums, where I then can't get any food into her system to pull her through it. I've tried a lot of your suggestions on how to get fats into her, and I want to implement your meal schedule, but I'm worried about her getting hangry and uncontrollable tantrums in the transition. Any advice would be great. Thank you. Feeling hungry can turn up the dial on really any negative feelings, not just anger, but also stress and frustration, too. And there can also be a corresponding drop in blood sugar. So if your child hasn't eaten in a few hours, the level of glucose, that's what we call blood sugar, that decreases in the blood. When this happens, it triggers hormones to raise and rebalance the blood sugar. So the hormones that are involved include cortisol and adrenaline. And cortisol is the stress hormone. So the release of cortisol can cause temporary feelings of aggression even. When kids experience low blood sugar, it can be much harder for them to control their impulses and self-regulate, which is hard in general when you're a toddler. The other hormone that I mentioned, adrenaline, that's that fight-or-flight hormone. So when your child is very hungry, it can stimulate that fight-or-flight response, and they can be in kind of a panic mode. So it's very, very, very hard for them to self-regulate when they get too hungry. Your child is not really having like a behavioral problem that needs to be addressed in that moment, even though it feels like their behavior is out of control, but it becomes a physiological problem when they're too hungry and you need to get them some food. I got a question on Instagram asking me, can hunger cause hyperactivity? Because my four-year-old gets crazy when hungry or tired. And that goes back to that whole unregulated thing. They do tend to get wacky when they're too hungry or very tired because they just can't keep it together anymore. 
And the best solution for hanger is prevention. So that's why I'm always, always talking about having a good meal and snack schedule for toddlers and young kids because access to food every few hours helps their body to get what it needs to prevent them from becoming too hungry. But it still happens sometimes. It happens to me, the dietitian mom. You have a day you're out of routine or they start off the day already having a hard time and you can barely get breakfast in them and it just gets worse from there, or you just end up being out longer than you planned, so lunch gets delayed an hour or two, these things happen. So the fastest way to quickly raise their blood sugar, that glucose that I mentioned, to raise it back up is to give them fruit juice. That can help get them feeling better while you work on getting their meal or snack ready. So when you're like, I just need to get them something really fast, fruit juice is going to do the trick. And if they're having a meal right after that, it shouldn't decrease their appetite if you worry about that. So you should be able to still get them a filling meal if they have juice with or right before their meal. If they have it about an hour or so before, it can decrease their appetite somewhat. So that's just something to keep in mind. Not necessarily a bad thing when we're trying to prevent the hanger, just to know in general. If you don't have any juice, that's okay. It's just a really helpful quick fix to get you started on the right track to get them back to normal. But something like an applesauce or any fruit pouch really will help too. Or if you can, just get them a meal right away. This is not the time to experiment with new foods or unliked foods. That's going to probably increase their anger and their frustration. Go with something that they like. Try to keep yourself as calm and as regulated as possible. In these moments when they can't self-regulate, they look to you. So as much as you can, just do your best to take that deep breath and stay out of their hurricane. Now, Leslie mentioned fat in her message. She's realizing that she needs to get her daughter more calories and more satisfaction than fruit alone can provide. And while fat absolutely does help with calorie boosting, it's not quite as satisfying or long-lasting as protein. We want to ensure a steady stream of protein throughout their meals and snacks in the day to help prevent that hanger too. I'm not saying to go overboard on protein, but you do want to make sure it's there. So let me give you some examples starting with breakfast. Milk honestly is a good choice, but we're going to want to stick to either cow's milk, soy milk, or pea milk, or goat milk, or breast milk in a cup. Those are going to have that protein content there. Eggs, even a few bites, is helpful. So if they're not going to eat a whole plate full of eggs, but they will eat some, or you can mix it into their oatmeal. I have a recipe for that on my website. I will link it. Or you can do French toast, yogurt, nut butter in anything that you're serving them, hemp seeds. I like to add hemp seeds to cereal or oatmeal, but they're so small and they have a really mild flavor but they do add a good boost of protein. So a lot of times you can mix that in even for a picky eater. And then you can also try some of those protein waffles or protein pancakes like Kodiak cakes. They have those protein waffles and that's totally fine. If they always want a carb, then you can try one of those protein options. Now, one mom had sent me a message saying that she was having a problem because Her little one is hangry in the morning because he won't eat dinner. Dinner is right before bed. And then in the morning, it's like, watch out. 
if that's the case for you, make sure that you're offering a safe food at dinner time. That's a food that they regularly eat and like, and make sure there's not a snack too close to dinner time so that you're not interfering with their dinner appetite. Otherwise, just plan on having breakfast ready right when they wake up. Bring them right to the table so you can try to get something in them right away. Snacks can be harder to get in protein for sure. I would like to see at least three to four grams of protein in their snack if you tend to have this hangry issue. In general, it's great to have three to four. Usually I say at least two grams of protein in a snack, but if we're having this hangry problem, we want to boost it a little bit. And I have some snack ideas that are more like at-home snacks, and then I'm going to give you ideas for when you need to grab something to bring out with you so that hanger doesn't escalate when you're out and about. Here are some ideas that you can do at home. Cheese is a really easy one. Just cheese cut into pieces or even shredded cheese. It can be quite messy, (laughs) but it is easy. You can do like a quick microwave quesadilla, just microwave cheese in a tortilla. I like a whole wheat tortilla for this. And the whole wheat will add a little bit of protein too. Yogurt, if it's non-dairy, you have to check the label. I have a post that will hopefully be out by the time you hear this on non-dairy yogurt recommendations. So if that's ready, I will for sure link it. Hummus is a good one. Whatever they will dip in it is fantastic or you want to spread it on some pita, something like that. That's great. You could do nut butter on some thin brown rice cakes. I like the thin ones for toddlers. If they're a little bit older, you can do the regular rice cakes. But uh, Lundberg Farms is the brand that makes the thin ones. There might be others. I just have seen that. Or if you need to do nut-free, you can't do peanuts or nuts, you can do sunflower butter. Or I also like this granola butter. It's by the brand Oat House. They used to be called Queen and Co. or something like that. But now it's Oat House. So I'll link that for you. You can also do the nut butter on like banana slices or apple slices. I also have a recipe for a five-ingredient no-bake nut butter bar. They're so good. They're so good, but they're really dense. So just a few bites is going to do the trick. They have a lot of protein and fat in them, so those are awesome. I will link those. Hard-boiled eggs, edamame. You can do cottage cheese with fruit or applesauce. My kids like cottage cheese mixed with applesauce. I'm not sure where that started, but it's a thing that they eat. You can also do applesauce with almond butter stirred in or really any nut butter, but I like it with almond butter. And now let's talk about some options that you can take out with you. Easy grab and go things that are higher in protein. Something I just saw recently that I'm hoping y'all will see in your stores because someone was like, what? I haven't seen that. Sargento, you know, they have those little snack packs. I don't know if you've seen them in the refrigerated section, but they usually have ones that are like nuts and cheese and dried fruit. But they have ones now that are just cheese. I think it's like cheddar cheese and uh, I can't remember. There's one other type of cheese, like a mild cheese in there, little cheese pieces with mini Triscuits. It's perfect. It makes me so happy. So that's a great option if you can find that. Larabar, the original ones, not the kids ones. The kids ones are different and I just don't like them. The nutrition. (laughs) I don't like the nutrition on those. So the regular Larabars, whatever flavor. Hippies, they're puffs, I would say, like kind of like a healthy Cheetos, 
they're more dense than like baby puff material and they're more dense than like pirate's booty but they're still a puff but they're made from chickpeas so they have a protein there and then also in that kind of same category is harvest snaps has lightly salted pea crisps they look like the shape of a snap pea you find them in the produce area they have other flavors but for a toddler especially i like just the lightly salted ones and then there's the simple mills brand almond flour crackers they have different flavors too like a plain lightly salted one a cheddar they have like a rosemary one which might be less up your toddler's alley but they have that there's another one that i see these at target sometimes it's called summer salts Sunflower seed crunchy bites. These are more crunchy, so I wouldn't say for a one-year-old, but a little bit older. They're kind of like a thick, savory cracker. I don't know. I think they're good, but they're definitely like on the thicker side, so wouldn't be great for a really young one. But those are a good option. Safe and Fair brand has protein chips, which you can try if they're like interested in chips. I'll link that. And then Crazy Richards is a peanut butter brand, and they have these little things called Holy Rollies. They come frozen, and they're like little peanut butter balls. They have different flavors. Those are good. And then another one that's similar to that is this brand AMG Snacks. They have these energy bites. They're like little, I think they're date-based, so kind of similar to like Larabar texture, but they're really good. They've sent me some, and everyone in my family absolutely love them. They are on the pricier side because they are like really good ingredients, but delicious. Now let's chat lunch and dinner. Those are usually a little bit easier with the protein because we often tend to think about including a protein, but if they are picky or they don't eat much meat or don't eat any meat, it can still be a challenge to get them to have something beside carbs. Remember, you can always use a cup of milk as a protein source if you need to at a meal, whether that's cow's milk, breast milk, goat's milk, soy milk, pea milk. Those are all good sources of protein. And if you notice that they're coming to dinner hangry, either just move dinner earlier if that's possible for your schedule. I know that's not always possible. Or if you can set out a little appetizer, like some veggies with dip, this is when they're most likely to eat their veggies, moms. <laughs> this is the time. This is your window. So if they're hungry before dinner, you can set that out with dip or if they like a dip. Or if they're younger, just pop them into the high chair with some like shredded carrots or some thin cucumber pieces. Or honestly, just some Cheerios will work too if you need to just throw something down because I know that happens. But Cheerios are a little bit more substantial than just like puffs. So it'll help get them some energy quicker. Now, some kids will wait too long to eat and ignore their hunger because they'd rather be doing something else. They want to be playing. They want to be exploring. So for them, you really want to focus your energy on the transition to the meal or the snack time. I have a free download that's about getting them to sit at the table longer that actually has really great tips on making that transition away from the fun thing that they're doing, transition to the meal or snack time. So I'll link that in the show notes because that's what you want to focus on. Leslie in her message had talked about her daughter's preference for fruit. And grazing can be a challenge with that because if your little one has eaten within the past, say, one to two hours, their body doesn't have a chance to build up much of an appetite. 
So they want something, but they don't ever get the feeling of like, ah, I want to eat like a whole piece of pizza or even like, yes, that grilled cheese with spinach that you made looks delightful. So if they're doing too much grazing, a lot of times they do want those lighter options and fruit can be part of that. If they're wanting fruit all the time, I would just offer it less frequently. They might be unhappy about that, but if you're not giving it to them as an option, then they're going to have to eat something else if they're hungry. And I would work towards getting on less of a grazing schedule and more of a structured meal and snack schedule to really help regulate that appetite. And another way that you can still consider that fruit preference while also getting in more calories, protein, and fat, there's a couple ways you can do that. One is smoothies. I'll link in the show notes to a post with six smoothie recipes. If you like making smoothies and you want more smoothie recipes, just leave me a comment on that post and let me know because I will totally make more. I make smoothies all the time. I just don't think about like writing it down and (laughs) putting it in a blog post. So let me know if you want more. You can also do smoothie popsicles. So just take extra smoothie or make it specifically for that purpose and freeze it. I'll add also in my show notes links to popsicle molds that I like. Another little fruity trick that I use is that I'll add jelly to things. Like my son used to eat grilled cheese with jelly on top. Sounds like a weird combination, but it got him interested. So you can obviously go the traditional like peanut butter and jelly route or even peanut butter and banana. But for some reason, adding jelly sometimes works. Now, what else? You can do fruit and yogurt. You can do fruit and oatmeal. So adding that fruit flavor while also making it be more substantial. Oh, and I have a pineapple chicken recipe on my blog that my friend texted me the other day. She's like, I just had to tell you the pineapple chicken was a hit. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. It's sweet, but it's not too sweet. A lot of recipes that you'll see online have like a ton of brown sugar added and just goes really overboard. And you know, I just don't like to do that. So try my recipe. And all of the meal and snack ideas that I mentioned in this episode are in the show notes. So hopefully you're not like frantically writing things down. I link to the products for the snacks so you can find them easily. And I'm going to do another episode where I talk about the transition away from grazing. So if you feel like you're stuck in that all-day grazing pattern and really don't know how to get out of it or you feel like they just get so hungry you just can't extend them longer, we will talk about it then. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I am so proud of you and all the hard work, the parenting work that you're doing for your little one. You are really amazing and I hope you know that. Before you go, please leave me a five-star rating and review on the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, that's where you can do it because it helps other parents find the show. That's a really helpful thing that you can do for another mom or dad. So thank you, and I'll talk to you next time.